Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome to the CHGO Bears podcast with the completely healthy and focused yours truly, Mark Carmen, alongside my partner in crime, Greg Braggs. We are very excited to bring you this Thursday show. Lawrence Benedetto, ready to rock and roll, producing the program. As always. Adam Hogue out at Hallis Hall. Ryan Pohl spoke yesterday. Jalen Johnson spoke yesterday. Tyson Bajan spoke yesterday. Nobody cares about that except for me. That's fine. And... Uh, Matt Eberflus spoke yesterday, so there was a zillion things to go through today. We're going to play a, an audio piece from Jalen Johnson at some point in the show. We're going to play one from Ryan Poles as well. But I want to ask you a question, Greg Braggs, to start the program yes, today. Yes, sir. Who are you, are you here today for CHGO, or are you here today for yourself? I am here... For CHGO, which only benefits myself, I am CHGO. So you think you that, are CHGO? Okay, so you're saying it like you're here for CHGO, and that benefits you, correct? Versus I'm here for me, and that benefits CHGO, correct? Lawrence, hi. Are you here for you, or are you here for CHGO? I think I'm here for CHGO. I mean, I, I, I'm really enjoyed my time here and uh i hope i get to continue <laughs> i thought you were announcing your resignation or something <laughs> well i thought uh, i was getting fired car throw, well, car throws water well, on you I, okay uh i'm not throwing any water and as 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 oh, already as now a, he's got a lid it's already been noted in the uh in sarah in, sarah victor in our chat i am here for chgo sarah okay sarah so so the producer so so this is interesting um look and I know that you guys are, you know, perhaps you're scared of Brandon Spano or perhaps you're scared of Jake Flanagan or perhaps you're scared of uh, Kevin Kadek. And I'm scared of all those people, too. Let's, let's be honest. Uh, these are the bosses around here. I mean, Lawrence is sometimes a boss, too. I feel like he's like in upper yeah. management. I, 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 I'm in a weird place. OK, you're in a weird place. Okay. I'm supposed to be the executive producer here, but yet I'm every day dealing with you idiots. Oh. You know, yeah. I should be above that. But here I am. For CHGO, mm -hmm. producing the Bear Show. Yeah, no, it's a rough life for you. I get it. Yeah. But, but it, so look, all right, uh, me guy right here. I'm here for me, and I'm here, <laughs> and, and 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 me being my best is going to help CHGO, which is the reason why I'm bringing this up. I think people probably have connected the dots, or maybe not. That's what Jalen Johnson said yesterday. Okay, he he said that I am here. I'm playing for myself. 
I am playing for God. I am playing for my family. I am playing for a number of things. And then, of course, you know, what I do benefits the C, me being my best. He is playing for the, 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 the name on the back of the uniform. Now, he can be a great teammate. You can do all that. And I think that, that, there, that to me, that honesty is refreshing. You just lied because... I did not lie. Okay, fine. You didn't lie. How many championship teams? Yeah. You've been in a lot of locker rooms, Mark. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not so many championship locker rooms as we wish we would here in Chicago. I've been, no, I, you've I been di- in a few. I disagree you've with that. You've been in the greatest championship locker room of all time, by I, the way. I, I just want to say this right to the to the camera. The, Chicago sports fans, I mean, at least, at least if you're of a certain age and you saw 85, we have had an incredible run. Okay? We're in a downturn right now. I get it. It's kind of, it sucks. There's no path, uh, immediate path, at least to any championship that I could see in any corner of the city. However, we had the 85 Bears, greatest football team of all time. We had the dynasty, greatest, greatest basketball team of all time. We had the biggest drought in the history of sports on both sides of town, and they both climbed up and they both won. We had a mini dynasty with the Blackhawks who were never going to do that. So anybody wants to crap on Chicago sports, I'm here to say that we have had a phenomenal run and we will get back there again and we appreciate everybody slugging through what is right now today the last couple of years i'm i'm i know that it's going to change because it always changes that's what happens in sports but anyway back to your point right and the common denominator with championship teams very rarely are those teams in it for themselves individually they come together they, because that's the that's the crux in sports especially in professional sports it's a business well, let me ask but, i'm going to cut you off but yeah go ahead you have to come together somewhat as a family i mean you remember the 2005 white Sox? they'd be getting drunk together at the end of the night i've talked to aaron rowan and ozzy Guillen and guys they were a tight knit bunch don't stop believing that's what they embodied the 2016 Cubs, the exact same way. The Blackhawks dynasty, the exact same way. You could argue the Bulls of the 90s were more of an individualistic team. They, they certainly put that on display in their documentary that they laid out. But at the same time, Michael Jordan knew who, was, who could have easily been the greatest individual that didn't have to worry about anybody else, just focus on himself, and he didn't. Remember, the, the best part of the last dance was he was like, I didn't do anything that they didn't ask every fucking player on that team to do. And I wanted to lift everybody up with me because I wanted them to come along for the ride and the journey that I wanted to be on. So he wasn't just thinking about himself. He was thinking about the team and how that was only going to be the greater good for himself. Of course. So that's that. ultimately, that's my argument. Being a great me guy makes you a great team guy. You know what, you know what words are in team? What letters are in team, excuse me? M and E. It's a part of team. <laughs> you have to... T- you, when, the, when the airplane is going down or when you get on a plane and the stewardess... Him or her gets up there. Stewardess. Okay. Politically, what, how, what do they call it nowadays? I think flight the flight attendant. attendant. Oh, okay, the flight attendant. Got it. Stewardess. stewardess. Because, because no, that's last not, that, week. Wait, 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 hold on. Here. Stewardess with a T. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just never, just, just always know. The know he's always like banning lo- words. Last week it was oh, I know. scalpers. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we have like changed our mindset in like 20 years ago okay. and you're still saying these things, okay. but that's fine. Okay. Law's right. The flight attendant. 
the flight attendant, gets up there and says, in the case of an emergency, put the oxygen mask on yourself first. Not your children, not your wife, not your mom, not your dad. You got to put it on yourself first. All right. So you have to be a, a great teammate walks in the door every single day at his best to do his best. Therefore, he will lift up everyone around him, which is what I'm trying to do for CHGO as we go to the moon and appreciate everybody supporting us. And so and that's and and so for Jalen to say that yesterday that, uh, you know, I play for God. I play for, I play for my family. Like that is the, that is the guy that I want in the room. That is a great teammate. I don't, I hope that doesn't get misconstrued in any way, shape or form, but it also is informative to Ryan Poles in my mind that, Hey, this guy is here to do his best every single day and he, he values himself, and there is no discount coming. So when I look at how Poles has played this with Jalen and with Jalen's agent, <laughs> don't my, laugh at what Would you stop dad, looking? I'm sorry. It's funny. He said Mike Dotson. I would love Carmen, but he just wasted eight minutes what, of my life. First of all, it hasn't even been eight minutes. Second of all, what are you talking about? This is this is an important. Good. I like your, this you're is, trying to get somewhere. You're trying to the, find the, 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 the heart is, of something. This is an, Go ahead. This is an important. <laughs> this is an important point. This guy values himself, and he respects himself, and he shows up every day. So I think. Me, the, hold on, uh, and then you can talk for three hours. I just got to get this off my chest. When he polls got up there yesterday and he explained that they were not at the end of their negotiations, that he didn't give it his best and final. The agent hadn't given his best and final. And somehow they just cut it off and went to the trade. He basically was calling out the agent, right? Right. Stop looking at the chat and focus on me. Funny. The chat is being very, that's fine. That's great. I love the chat. I love everybody. You're (laughs) all still on the plane. I'm confused. (laughs) Good one, Dave, man. We are on the plane, and we're here. We're everywhere because we're CHGO, and I'm here for me, and I'm here for CHGO. We're all trying to be the best. Listen, you, when you have somebody when you have somebody like that who knows his value, yes. okay, when you start playing around with this low ball, and he's going there, and then I'm coming here, and he's going there, you know, at, at some point, you're, you're, you're playing a game of chicken, and you ended up, irritating Jalen Johnson to the point that he asked for a trade. That's what happened, right? And Poles, it seems to me, was caught off guard by it and like thought that they were moving and they were getting closer. And they, they, But okay, fine, if you want to do that. And now he's, now he's out talking to us, and I appreciate his honesty and his candor. He's like, you know, for Jalen, uh, you know, I, I need a, a, a late first or, or an early second to, 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 to make up for that player. Now, how do you think that lands with Jalen Johnson when he hears that? That he thinks this Jalen in yesterday's press conference said that he he views himself as the best corner in the game. Now, whether you agree with that or disagree with that, I like a dude who's got some confidence in himself. All mm-hmm. right, and so and when Mark Potash pushed him on, are you going to take more chances now because you're are you going to be more risky because you know you were playing too? I forget exactly how he put it. Too more conservative. He's like, you mean more fundamentally sound than everybody else? I mean, that's how he put it. More fundamentally sound. I mean, this dude is a dog in his mind. And he's and I think most Bears fans would agree that he is a dog. And so now you're sitting there saying that 
well, he's, you know, I can replace Jalen with a late first or an early second. I, I just, I, the whole, my long-winded point to start this, I do, I think Poles has, has had made a bunch of errors in judging this situation and how he's gone about it. And it's left him in this spot right now See, where they are, where they've got to extend sweat and who's going to get the franchise tag and how the hell they're going to get something done with Jalen. It doesn't no, look good. I think, I think Ryan kind of put his foot down yesterday. I see it differently. I think. He started hearing how the narrative was being thrown around that Ryan Poles was trying to lowball him. Jalen Johnson's on a show every Monday being pretty open and honest on Park. 670 the score with your guy Parkins. Yep. And to me, I think Ryan was like, okay, you're putting all this stuff out there. I'm just going to lay it all out there so everyone understands how exactly this went down. And he said, I had a number, Jalen had a number, but we had never found that like middle number before he said, I want to request a trade. And it, and like you said, it did to uh, the way he put laid it out. It seemed like Ryan Poles was caught off guard. And to me, I, the way I interpreted what went down is that Jalen Johnson really does not want to be here. And I don't, I would not blame him for that. Why do you say that? Because he played the negotiation dance he asked for a number. In my opinion, if I had to guess, he probably upped the ante. You know how they say like a, a hometown discount like Cole Komet gave? Mm -hmm. I think he gave the bad team tax. Like, yeah, I'll sign with you, but we're going to start high. My number is going to start high with you guys, and we might meet in the middle, but it's going to be higher than what the normal middle would be for a hometown discount because this is a bad team, and I have to. if I'm going to stick it out here, you're going to pay me a little extra because I can go to the Bills and have a chance to play on a Super Bowl you know stage and here i'm lost in obscurity on this terrible team two years in a row no, would you do okay so i think I, I, he just set a number and basically they can't they can't find a middle so he was like okay then i want to i want to leave that that's how it that's how it looks to me okay uh let's just let's just hypothesize we'll do Jalen first law uh let's hypothesize that you're right that, that, that he's doing that. Would you blame him for that? Hell no, I wouldn't blame him for that. <laughs> okay. I would not blame him for that at all. But I just think that this negotiation is just kind of semantics because Jalen maybe doesn't want to be here unless I, they're going to pay close to top dollar. Okay, he did publicly say, I don't want to be paid like Trayvon Diggs. But the word is that it's somewhere between 16 and 18. That's reportedly, and that's all speculation. I, but... Uh, Trayvon Diggs makes like 19 and a half and maybe, maybe Jalen started at 18 or something like that. And Paul started at 14 and then they never came to that middle point. And to me, it just seems like they don't like, they're not really, they're just talking, but they're never actually going to make a deal. Yeah. I, well, so listen, he has said over and over again that he wants to be here. He was asked again yesterday. Do you want to be, I've said that from the start. I, I don't, think that he is looking yeah, in a negotiation standpoint it would not be smart for him to say well no i don't want to be here oh that's true that's true but you're also like let's just let's just do rational life thoughts right you live here you've got your home here you've built it you've got your i, I get that his family's out west but like he's been here for a long time it's a it's a big deal to get up and move somewhere i think ideally he'd like to stay and see the bears see it through now that there is a, a leap of faith that he would be making now he did smile yesterday hey montez sweat coming in here him being able to get the quarterback does that make your life easier and he did have a little twinkle in the eye and said yeah yeah, yeah, it does. Now, the other side of it, too, is if you're Jalen 
and Montez, you, the Bears trade for Montez Sweat, and then they ex, then they pay through the nose to extend him, which it sounds like it's gonna t- what it's gonna take. You're gonna be annoyed by that too. So now now this, I mean, when you're doing the calculus on this, you would think that. I mean, I'm not saying to not trade for Montez Sweat because you because JJ's feelings are going to be hurt, but he polls just did add into a degree of difficulty. By the way, I've talked about it a million times. So let's just play. This was Jalen, by the way, at the end of his press conference yesterday, talking about you know staying with the Bears and how much that means to him, the whole thing. And this is what he said: All the the Bears. I mean, I'm always thankful and gratitude but I play for something bigger than just the see on my helmet I play for God I play for myself I play for my family and then with that comes of course playing and representing my organization so I mean my passion my fire for the game isn't going to change over a contract lack of trade I mean I'm still going to go out here and play high level football and that's what I've been doing all year so yeah and part so thank you and so part of that conversation was like hey man like you're pissed at the Bears like how are you going to be able to continue to play hard on a two and six football team when you didn't get what you wanted from the GM. And now you were talking about being somewhere else and maybe your head is, is in another whole place. And mm-hmm. he, and he, and he's, and he's writing the ship saying like, look, that's all, basically that's all true. But I, you know, my motivation has not necessarily been for anything more at the, at the, at the start of the day, it's about me and my, and, 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 the, and, and my name and, and, and playing. Yeah, the, he's got to play if he's in a contract situation. So all these guys, their tape is their value. And so they can't really afford to not play hard unless you already have a reputation in the league that will supersede any kind of bad tape you put out these last nine games. And very rarely can any player afford to have bad tape out there. So, uh, no, he's going to be balling his ass off. And Montez Sweat can only help him to get more interceptions to up his value. And and Ryan Pohl said, hey, I would have traded you and granted what you wanted if a team were willing to give me a late first rounder or a second rounder. So, because I want to get a Jalen, I want to be able to have the ability to get a Jalen, replace a Jalen Johnson with the Jalen Johnson that I got. So that's how Ryan Poles views him. So if that's the case, then the number you offer Jalen should reflect that. If you think he's a late first round, early second round type of value for a trade, the number you offer him should reflect that in a contract negotiation as well. Um, Let me ask you the question again. If you heard that and you're Jalen and you think you're a top corner, which those guys tend to go in the top five, and he's saying, and I get it that that's that he was a second round pick out of Utah, but that's what he was. That's not what he is now. How much would that burn you? Well, yeah, I mean, personally, you, you're you going to have an ego and you're going to be like, hell no, I'm better than that. But at some point, we're all honest with ourselves. You can outwardly say whatever you want, but in the back of your head, you got to be honest with yourself to an extent. And at the end of the day, how many turnovers has he created? He is fundamentally sound. He does really stick on wide receivers. He is a very good corner. I'm not like when we get into these conversations, it turns into denigrating a player to make your point. I'm certainly not trying to do that. This is where we got lost in the weeds with our David Montgomery discussions last year. He is a good player, but how high is his value? He doesn't have enough turnovers. He got two interceptions off Brian Hoyer. Like, that's good. Good for you. I'm glad you got those. But 
at the end of the day, that's what's going to up your price. He knows that. That's why when he got the pick, he immediately took his helmet off and started doing the pay me to the camera because he knows he's not doing the pay me for, uh, you know, sticking to a wide receiver and, you know, just getting a pass breakup. Technically, you got one off Hoyer and uh, one off of Aiden O'Connell. Just, Aiden O'Connell. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Just, just make sure that we have it right, which is not impressive in any way, shape, or form. All right. Um, $20 super chat from Seth Crane. That part, The part that doesn't get discussed in CBs have to have the fire confidence in themselves or they're just not as good on the field. Him saying what he said doesn't bother me at all. He played through injuries for us. I completely agree. I mean, at one point last year, he was playing through an injury. I believe it was in the Dolphins game and he was getting burned in that game. And it was like, well, you know, I gave him the benefit of the doubt because he was at least out there playing hurt against one of the fastest teams in the NFL. He could have just said, I'm going to take this week off. And then that tape wouldn't be out there. So I'm not going to blame him for ever playing hurt. I'm definitely going to give him the credit just like Seth did. I mean, I think Jalen's been a first-class teammate. He's been a phenomenal player on the field. I don't care about how many interceptions he's had. He, this is a he, this is one of the top corners in the game. He's one of the best players on the team. You can make you certainly can make an argument. He's the best player. I would love for Ryan Poles to resign him. We just it's I all just, speculation as far as what Ryan's offer was and what his offer the, was the, 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 and if there is a middle ground that they actually the, want to meet. I, Even what I'm saying where I don't believe he really wants to be here is also just speculation obviously uh, look i'm the whole, my overall point of this is like i am trying to give ryan the benefit of the doubt on literally everything he does from his draft picks to his trades to his negotiations the fact of the matter is is that this negotiation with jalen has not gone well this is not the this is not the spot you want to be in right now i feel like it could have been avoided maybe it couldn't have but my guess is that it could have and he just made a huge trade Montez Sweat, who he's saying that he is going to sign. And Montez Sweat is saying, I'm going to look around and figure out what I got here. So <laughs> I, I I just don't know. At times, it just feels to me like he's not living in reality, which is scary when you're thinking about your life as a Bears fan. So I... Montez Sweat, he's coming here. Well, let, well I mean, let me look around. Last year, you guys were 3-14. and 14, You got the number one overall pick. This year, you're 2-6. and six. Who's your quarterback? Oh, you have no idea. That's great. Oh, by the way, who's on this defensive line with me? Oh, I don't see really any impact players. That's sweet that you extended Andrew Billings today. Good job finding somebody who was not valued. That's nice, but I'm going to need a little bit more help than just Andrew Billings. Oh, what else uh, do we have going on? Or who's the head coach? Uh, I, I don't know any, this guy, what's his record now? Five and a and hundred? Great. That's not, that's not a huge confidence builder. Who's the defensive coordinator? Oh, it's the same guy. That's, that's great. Maybe he should just be the DC. By the way, what's going on with the assistants? Oh, you fired two of them this year, uh, which were separate things, but whatever it was that ain't great either right. so i might want to take a second here even though yeah if i play yeah, on sunday when against- you told me i mean we talked about this before you were like hey man money talks this is a business these guys are going to take the exactly, money exactly 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 so they're so they're going to have to overpay him which is also not exactly great salary cap management which i've seen which i've seen you know hitting into it's the also chat. okay but it, it, okay so gary sent me this earlier too where they were talking about the rashawn gary uh deal with green bay 
and it's like reported that he'll have 96 million over four seasons. And he thought uh, with Sweat that it could be uh, Jason Fitzgerald from over the cap said Sweat might be between 24 and 26 million annually. Now, whether that's lower than his market value or above it or, or right at it, at some point, he does have to take a deal because there is inherent risk in not taking it, playing the last nine games out. You mentioned it before we were off air. He could get hurt. So he, if he's offered fair market value, he has to seriously consider taking it or there's a huge risk. In the last nine games and the fact that the Bears have a franchise tag that they can use on him. And it's the same for Jalen Johnson. If they can they, get sweat could, locked up, they can use the franchise tag on Jalen Johnson. So right, they have in, to get. But they, Braggs, they have to get one of them locked up. They're they're in a correct. They're in a they're in a tricky dance right now. I, I'll who's, be who's, surprised. Jalen is saying that he's not going to negotiate. Okay. So you have to sign sweat. Right, and so the sweat or, or the you sweat lo- domino is a big one. And and to me, I think. They will get a deal done, but we have to wait and see if it does. But I do think they will. To make that trade and not get a deal done would be foolish. And I think Ryan Poles understands that. But like I said, he to act like all the leverage is in Sweat's court, he has to sign a deal. There is risk to playing with and, and not signing an extension at this That's point. That's right. That's right. We'll see what he does. But they're, they're playing a very tricky game. All right. And we're going to hear from polls coming up here. Uh, a couple of super chats. 1999 from my guy, Big Cram. Big Cram. Great to see you. You're the man. My problem with that is if they let Jalen walk, you just lost a good player because you soured the relationship and because he didn't fit a defensive fit a defense from a coach that isn't going to be here anymore, which yeah. we also don't know. Well, right. We'll and get well, to here well, in the next uh, segment. And actually, he he also uh, sent another 499 saying, do you guys think Poles is still using Fluce's evaluations for roster construction? Well, let's get into that after we yeah. uh, that, go that, through that's the That's an interesting question. Big Cram, appreciate you. Always good to see you. Uh, always also good to see Circus Sportsbook, tight money line splits, low hold model. Um, listen, they strive to give you a minus 110 split on every single game, which is the best value, putting money in your pocket when, of course, you hit on your bets, which you're going to do because you're a brilliant Bears fan or brilliant NFL fan because you're watching the show. Uh, Circa is the place to do it. Their customer service is elite, and they do everything for the – Dude who plays every single day, doesn't they, they don't limit players based on their winnings. Every player has the same limits with other books who do limit a bunch of winning players. They also encourage betters, by the way. Hey, check out what they have everywhere else. You're going to see that the value at Circa is a lot better you know, on each game or most games. So when you're gambling with Circa, you're getting better value. That's a huge deal. This is how you do this. You download the Circa Sports Illinois app. You do this at circasports.com slash Illinois dash app www.circusports.com forward slash Illinois dash app. Sign up today and be on the lookout for Circa events, watch parties, tailgates. They're doing, they are making an impact. Go on out to a Waukegan and see their facility, which is a temporary facility. And the next one's going to be insane. And this place is incredible too. Uh, And also, by the way, if you know someone who has a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER or text G-A-M-B to 833-234 or visit areyoureallywinning.com. Hoax coming up at 1240 from Hallis Hall. We're going to play right. some Ryan Poles in a second. Braggs, I know you have something you want to tell That's everybody. Right. I'm sure Hoax eating some hero bread while he's waiting to come on. Uh, and I guarantee with his first order, he used the code CHGO to get 10% off. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm big on you know stuff that's going to help 
my nutrition. You know, Hero Bread is great for everyone, but I'm telling you, if you laugh at that one more time, it's the truth. This is what's great about Hero Bread, man. They've got high fiber, uh, ultra low net carbs, zero grams of sugar. I mean, these things matter, man. People are watching, you know, the back of the, you know, the nutrition plan and knowing what's in a serving uh, is important these days. You don't just, you know, eat anything you want. You want to make sure it's tasty and good and that's what's great about hero bread the bread is soft and fluffy it's delicious scrumptious a lot of people will call it uh you know it's just one of those things it's a low carb option to fit your lifestyle or dietary constraints uh founder cole glass baked 100 muffins per day before he found the perfect blend that fit his allergy constraints and that's what's great about it uh, it's, it, you know, it, it serves a purpose. That's what pushed him to start hero bread. And, uh, you know, that's why you should get into it. And if you do make sure you use the 10, uh, the code CHGO for 10% off at hero.co, uh, that's where you're going to find it. And you'll be able to get yourself a deal. Fewer calories than the leading national brands, five to gr- 10 grams of protein per serving, uh, you can do it on buns and tortillas. And again, right now, Hero Bread is offering the CHGO fam 10% off their first order. Just go to hero.co and use our code CHGO to save on Hero Bread today. That's H-E-R-O dot C-O to save 10% today. All right, get your Hero Bread. It is delicious and it is soft and fluffy. And just, scrumptious. And scrumptious, just like Greg Braggs. I don't know about the scrumptious thing. but the, I the, am so, the soft and- it, it, Don't stop me. <laughs> don't. Don't you do that. <laughs> you're soft Don't and fluffy. Don't you uh, do that. You're so cute. Oh All right. Uh, I love your hat today, by the way. All right. Let me, we haven't even discussed the the part of the Ryan Poles conference, Ryan Poles press conference yesterday that had to do with the head coach. So this was like, and I've seen in the chat today that, hey, what do you expect them to say? Well, there's a way in which he could say something about his head coach that is not throwing him under the bus. And then there's a way in which he can talk about his head coach that really makes you think that he loves his head coach. So this was polls yesterday when he was asked about the job that Matt Eberflus has done as his head coach in year one and a half, year two with the Chicago Bears. What I see on a, every, every day where I see him address the team and I see his approach through adversity, it is stable, man. And I know in the outside world it doesn't look like that, and I know it looks like we're far away, but this dude comes in every day and just keeps chipping away. He has high integrity. The people that he brings in here, he's done the work to make sure that they're the people they're supposed to be. Again, we hold that standard. If it doesn't follow that and, and, and people aren't acting that way, they're not here. But the way that he holds, holds everything down here is incredible for how loud it is, how tough it is. I mean, this team, you could watch them, they fight. I know this past weekend wasn't great, but you can't watch that team and be like, oh, they're going to fold. Most teams fold, and they're not folding. It's been hard. It's been really hard, especially from where we started last year, trying to build this and do it the right way. What I see from him on a daily basis and how he gets his team ready on a weekly basis, to me, I see a grown man that has leadership skills to get this thing out of the hole and into where it needs to be. A grown man who has leadership skills, who gets, thing out, that gets things out of the hole and where it needs to be. 
Now, does that sound like somebody who doesn't think that his that his head coach is is? Yeah, I mean, he's doing a good job. Like, yeah, they're all grown men at House Hall. The players and the coaches. Uh, I don't think they have any teenagers running around. You know running this team or playing for this team. So that's great that he's a grown man. And I'm sure he is a man of integrity and a good person and all this, but is he good at his job? Because I'm sorry, Ryan Poles, you know, I'm in your corner. I took all this heat before they traded for Montez sweat saying that I, I still was, I'm like the last, I felt like I was the last person that was in the Ryan Poles plan. Then when sweat trade goes down, everybody kind of comes back to the, comes back to the grain. But to me, he did lie there. Ryan Poles, you said this team doesn't fold. And I'm sorry, while it may have been a month ago, when they played the Kansas City Chiefs, they folded. They folded up shop in the second quarter. There were people that were on the sidelines that have played for this team that said that they folded, that they stopped caring before it even hit halftime. So I'm sorry, you're not you want to talk about holding your team to a standard and holding your team accountable, then you have to call things for what they are. And just because they may or may not have folded the last couple weeks, you can't say they haven't done that this year when I've seen it with my own two eyes. Right. And like, like not caring and stuff like that. I mean, sometimes you, whatever, maybe you can see it. Maybe you can't. I'm not, I'm not even saying that they're not trying. That's fine. I'm just calling it a low bar. Oh, they tried. Great. I mean, Come on, man. We, we, there's, there is. I would like to think we're shooting for a lot more than. Hey, they showed up each week and they played. How did they execute? What? Where are you at as far as? I don't know. Getting lined up. How are we doing at that? Not great. How are we doing at creating any offensive identity whatsoever? Why did it take till the fourth week of the season? with Justin Fields that we finally figured out that, oh yeah, you know what? He's pretty good at running the ball. Why don't we do that? Like you, the bar here is, and then, yeah, you know, we have some troubles over here, but then we, but but then we fire those coaches. So that's sweet. I, I don't, but I'm not even trying to have that conversation, even though we just had it. I'm having the conversation of, does this sound like a dude who doesn't like his head coach? Everyone thinks that Matt Eberflus is going to be often, uh, you know, coaching Akron next year. I think he's going to be coaching the Chicago Bears. I I, I think he's going to be right here, and I that's that's what I think is going to happen. I'm not there yet, and um, you know, I still and think there's nine games, or is there nine? Ga- there's nine games to go, eight games, however many games there are left. Um, you can do the math, Brad. Yeah. No, I will not. How do many the games math. have they played? I don't. They're, they're two and two six. And, two and six. Two plus six. So we is, got nine games to go. Is that's nice. right? They got seventeen. There, there you go. Anyway. You, I, I I don't think it's a guarantee he's definitely back. We're just gonna have to wait and see. But I just for me in this moment, let's let's let you want to talk about holding this organization and this team to a standard. You simply can say because people are like, well, what do you want him to say? You want to throw him under the bus, and that's where I just think we get I, I like want, if I make an opinion. Hold on, yeah. when I make an opinion and I say, hey, you can hold your coach to account more. That doesn't mean throw water coolers and go on some big tirade and throw your coach under the bus. You can say we have a standard as an organization off the field. We haven't met that standard, and that's why we've had to let some people go on the field. We're two and six. We have not met that standard, and Matt Eber. Flus understands that, and we're going to do everything we can the rest of the way to hit somewhere to what the standard was supposed to be going into this year. I, I mean, I get that you don't necessarily want to throw everything up in the air and create more controversy, but look, he was asked about the quarterback. Hey, 
since you acquired Montez Sweat, does that mean that you feel comfortable with your quarterback situation? And he, we're still evaluating that. Is what he basically what he said. I forget his exact words, but he he could have been like, "Hey, I liked what I've said." Right? Like, why didn't he say for him? Well, so, I, I really respect how he's been through the adversity. He, he's a grown man, and it was a lot. This has been a lot for him, and this hasn't been easy. And he could and he, and right, he and could, I haven't done enough for him. No, he didn't. He said, "Well, we're still evaluating him." Yeah. So he's being sharp with the quarterback and not being as sharp with the head coach. Yeah, you're right. He could have said, "Look, yeah, hey, as far as the quarterback goes, Justin had eight touchdowns and one reception in 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 two games before. You know, not as great of a game against Minnesota we, we're, we're liking what we're seeing he could have said that he didn't say that now with with, with Eberflus I don't know how much this would have I mean it would have been it, people would have run with it but he could have said like look we're two and six we we're three and 14 last year I haven't done a great job building the roster so uh, I'm, I'm well aware of that but look uh, you know everyone is being evaluated from the coaches to the players period end of story he could have yeah. just said that yep. and, and and which and I'll say this if much, he, like, people are like, oh, well, you know, you say that, then other coaches or players aren't going to want to come here because of if you if you call somebody out or, you know, you're uh, too harsh, you know, with your criticism or what you say at the podium. I disagree with that. Like, these are grown men. And from what I've seen being around sports and being in locker rooms at the collegiate and the professional level, more times than not, the successful teams, the more honesty and um, you know, just shooting straight, you give it to an athlete or a coach, the more they respect you. And if you're somebody thinking about coming over to this organization and you're seeing a guy dancing around the subject, sugarcoating everything, Matt Eberflus walking to the podium after they get their ass whooped and talking about the positives. I'm sorry. When, when you're a professional athlete and you hold yourself to a championship standard, you don't want to hear this. You want to hear the criticism. You want to know how we're going to get better. You want to hear those things and you're not going to take them personally because you have the same goals in mind. If you're if you're someone that needs to be coddled and someone that needs flowers, petals thrown at your feet, then maybe you're not for this kind of business because this is a dog eat dog sport and you got to be, you got to be ready to fight for this thing. And we don't always need everyone to, you know, sugarcoat and be nice to each other. When we're here at the office and we want to do good at our job, we're not constantly gassing each other up. We're talking about what we need to do better. Right. And anybody that has that right. mentality is searching for greatness at any level, at any profession, not just football. So uh, that's right. You you never coddle me, and I so appreciate it. Uh, Hoax coming up in a second here. Let me... To your point, Braggs, I do think that these are adults in the room and they can hear adult Right, as analysis. long as it's respectful. Right. Right. Like, then it's not personal. You can say things in a way that doesn't attack someone personally and say it in a respectful way that everyone can get on board. And that's the kind of culture you should be trying to create. Right. Right. Well, and, and to wrap up this part of the conversation, it's... To me, the most concerning part about all of this is that, forget about any of the rhetoric, Ryan Poles looks at Matt Eberflus and, as far as I can tell, thinks that he's the dude. That is concerning about your GM. Now, maybe he's playing coy and he's just trying to keep things calm and so he's saying nice things that something will change, but he legit looks at the Flus and says and, and thinks that that is the leadership that I want. And I think that 
At least at this maybe very it's, moment, maybe it's that it, mafia trick that where feel, like, it just feels you, concerning. You're, you're you're being nice, and but actually you keep the plastic close, and you keep your enemies close. Right, the the plastics actually underneath his feet as he yeah. walks in the room. Like, <laughs> come on in, yeah. <laughs> well, come on in, Joe yeah. Pesci. There's a good one. All right, a couple super. <laughs> maybe that is what's going on. I don't think so though. Ten dollars from Quinn Anderson. Um, by tying himself so closely to Flus and expressing support. Man, you're blind. Praise for a coach who is five and twenty. It is now you more likely right that a, he moved it. Is now more likely that a fluce firing would also have to result in polls being fired. Hey, Quinn, that's a good super chat. Like you know, so, some people, including uh, Adam Hogue, who we're about to talk to, he I think uh, we'll ask Hogue this, but like a lot of people look at it like they, they, that's a tandem. They're tied together. Uh, yeah, this one from T Fly. T Fly shy to Long Beach. T-Fly, you're my guy. No lie, you know this. Ballin'. Sorry, go ahead. Fields, Flues, JJ will be back. Sweat will resign. Not fair to the coaching staff with this lack of continuity and talent. They'll get another shot. Okay. You could be right, T-Fly, shy to Long Beach. Double uh, A underscore Ron, 999. My super chat is I want to see Gary Ross debate Carm. Okay. Okay. Uh, Gary, of course, in the chat saying today, terrible calm take. My guy. Uh, 1999 from Richard Budnick. Uh, are y'all worried that all this behind-the-scenes HR stuff will result in an NFL investigation that could end in picks being taken? Also, how do you spend a second rounder and not have the deal done before? Questioning pulls hard uh, right now. Well, Richard, the, the commanders didn't allow the Bears to negotiate with Montez Sweat. So, Polls had to take a little bit of a leap of faith on that. I'm sure he talked to the agent, which is why he's got confidence. And there's no way they didn't have any backdoor conversations. I'm, I'm sure. Well, Promise right. they did. Right. Well, sure. But Sweat is saying that he's going to take some time to look around. Maybe that's a negotiating plea. And I don't think there's going to be any investigation from the NFL. Don't worry about that. And the no, other get, guy. Let's get the hug here. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to him. Uh, interesting name in a second. All right. Adam Hogue joining us as uh, we've got the press conferences earlier today. Hogue. Uh, first of all, I just want to show you. I'm sure you've seen it that I I'm I'm improving. I got I'm, the I'm, I'm, I'm making moves, and um, yeah. I didn't sleep well last night. And I was thinking about you and your computer. So I hope you're doing well. Oh, I'm great. Um, we just had a little bit of an input issue that I've never experienced before. One of the inputs on my computer not working. That's what I need. So, <laughs> yeah, input. you know. I, it does make me feel better to see that lid, though. We're making progress. We're improving, just like Tyson Bajan. Um, but unfortunately, you know, damage has been done along the way. Uh, yeah, well, right. And we're, we're going to rectify that damage. I, I am, I'm not running from it. I have, uh, I have made overtures to you and, and, your, and your people that I'm ready to, to fix that computer in any way, shape, or form. I'd even take it to the Apple Store for you. Um, I'm trying to own my part. And How I, do you and fix I, it, though? Like, once, once it's broken, it's broken, right? Nah, there's got to be something that they do with it. I honestly don't know. I don't know. If there were ways to fix it, I think yesterday was the day to do them. Now I think we're a little too okay, far just, past. You, you stop talking. Um, <laughs> the, the thing's going to magically fix itself. But how about that? All right, Hogue, let's uh, just as we start off here, I just want you as you've digested everything from yesterday, watching watching polls and watching Flus and seeing Jalen. We don't even need to talk about uh, the incredible backup 17. What, what's your biggest takeaway from everything that happened at Hallis Hall yesterday? Uh... I just, I, I, my biggest takeaway is it's just, 
kind of what we've been saying for a long time. This team needs to find a way to start winning football games because it's just, it's every week. There's more drama. There's more uh, explanations that need to be given. Um, Sometimes those explanations are given more clearly than others, uh, especially when polls talks like every time Ryan polls comes to the podium, you feel a little bit better about, you know, everything that might be going on. Um, one thing I, w- I do want to say, cause I've heard you guys talk a little bit about this and it's all over Twitter too. I think we're reading way too much into that answer. That one answer Mont- Montez sweat gave about, oh, I want to see, you know, the building, the dude literally had just walked in the building. Like he right. still had his coat on. Like he just he had his physical, and he put his coat back on and then he went to do his media. And then he got kind of asked a leading question. Like, do you want to sign here or do you want to see what the building's like and everything? And then he's like, Oh, I want to see what the building's like. Like, what's he supposed to say? He also right. said multiple times, I'm not really involved in this. My agent's talking. Yep. And then Ryan Poles got up there and said, we're going to get this thing done. So, I, I think I've seen it all over Twitter. I, all these other places. Like, I don't think Montez sweat is like really, Oh, I got to wait and see what this situation is like. If the bears rise to the occasion and offer this dude $25 million a year, he's going to sign the contract. Okay. So do you think, and you might be reading the tea leaves dead on spot on, and that'd be great for Montez sweat and the bears. Do you think it happens before the game on Sunday? If you're just, I know this is a guess because, because at after yeah, Sunday, I, anything can happen in a football game. I eat him getting oh, hurt. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, like, dude. Yeah. You uh, know? Maybe. Yeah. I, I think Sunday would be not a deadline, but a, uh, a goal, right? Like to get that thing done before kickoff Sunday. I, let me, I'll just answer it this way. It would not shock me at all. If, that extension's announced before well, kickoff Sunday. Well, I mean, you see Ryan Poles is already going to work. Uh, Andrew Billings gets uh, extended today. Well-deserved, uh, pretty reasonable contract. Uh, w- when that came out, what was your reaction to it? Yeah, smart move. Um, you guys know this. I've liked the Andrew Billings signing from day one. I thought it sort of flew under the radar when it happened. Um, the second they signed him, you know, you turn on the tape and you're like, oh, like this dude's a big dude who can move. He is going to run stuff. And I think he's he's been a huge part of why the Bears run defense has improved. And then this is sort of a fault, I think, to the rest of the defensive line than anything else. But he's also caused probably the most havoc, even as a pass rusher, even though that's not necessarily what his job's supposed to be. So um, very reasonable deal. Add two more years onto this other contract. You now control him for the next two and a half seasons. About $6 million guaranteed, about $8 million overall. This contract isn't going to hurt anything going forward. It just gives you another dude there in the middle. And then I think still leaves over the, open the possibility that you're hoping Jervon Dexter, Zach Pickens, you know, develops into something. But this kind of gives you that security blanket where if that doesn't happen, you at least have your one technique, a guy you know you can rely on and be successful with in this defense. What's your read on Jalen Johnson? Not willing to negotiate right now. Still going to put himself out there every week and build, he used the words, build his resume. Called himself the best corner in the game. As a, 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 you know, a lot was put out by Jalen yesterday. Yeah, I thought you would appreciate it as a me guy, what he was trying to say. (laughs) Yeah, I did. Um, No, in all seriousness, you know, we were kind of, that turned into a little bit of a bit, the me guy bit. But I, 
I totally understood what he was saying yesterday because and it was a refreshing honesty because you definitely get a lot of players that are just like, you know, I just want to win games. Contract will take care of itself. And I think we heard, and I hope people check this out if they didn't already see it earlier in the week, but there was a chunk of our interview with Cole Komet the other day where he really, you know, got into the weeds and some of the stuff emotionally, how it affects you. And, you know, I think some people could have taken Jalen Johnson's comments out of context yesterday where he's like, I play for myself first. That's not necessarily the answer you want to hear, but it's probably the most honest answer you're going to hear because he didn't dismiss anything like, I don't care about my teammates. No, he still wants to win. He's still playing for the Bears logo too, but he admitted that that logo comes after himself, his family. He's, you know, supporting his family. That's basically Mark Carmen in a nutshell, right? He, he does care about us, but as he admitted, he's a me guy first, me guy first, but also cares about CHGO second. And, and I, as, I, as TBU just gave I, us a $5 I, super we, chat reporter, there's no I in team Kobe. Yeah, but there is an Emmy in that motherfucker. And, and Hoga, <laughs> I'm assuming that you didn't see the start of the show or did you? Not the very start. No, yeah. I was uh, yeah, drying my computer I, off. Basically, what I, I asked everybody, are you here for CHGO or are you here for yourself? And these liars, right here, I'm here for CHGO. I'm like, no, 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 no. It, it's a great teammate is here for yourself first, and that benefits CHGO because you have a highest standard for yourself and you make everyone around you better. Which, so, like, it's... If you're just here for CHGO, then you're going to do everything, you know, that in, 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 in Jalen's case, I'm going to do everything that everyone says and I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to capitulate and da, 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 versus like maybe you can actually impact the entire team in a, in, a, in a great way because you have tremendous pride and you're going to lift everybody up. I, I just, I loved what Jalen said yesterday. I thought it was honest. I thought it was truthful and I think it benefits the Bears and that's the type of guy that I would want in my locker room, which is what you are underlining right now, Adam Hogue, because you're a brilliant man. Yeah, I mean, thanks for sucking up to me after what happened yesterday. I'm gonna, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> you got like a, another month of it. It's just, just you yeah, keep yeah. no, I'm going to soak it in, um, just like my computer soaked it wow. in. Um, you, there's, a, there's a super chat that says you need to put that thing in rice right now. Big Cram is out there for me. Hogue, put in a bag of rice. It'll suck up all the water. I demand that you do that, please. I'm not putting my $2,000 MacBook Pro in a bucket of rice. Like... <laughs> It's not soaking wet. The rice isn't going to do anything. We might need to put no, it that's through. Not, I mean, theoretically, if you put it in a giant bag of rice, the rice sucks the moisture out from within the computer. <laughs> but again, that's something that I think you probably should have done yesterday. If there is damage done, it might already be too so late. So you're saying it's, it was Hoag's fault and that I'm not. Gonna... I guess there's some company called You Break I Fix. Check that out, but we'll worry about your laptop later. Karma will buy you a new one. He's got money. The two grand, no big deal. Yes, science. <laughs> <laughs> or, or if you're me guy before CHGO, it opens yourself up to conspiracy theory. Did Karm purposely sabotage my laptop to put me behind the game? I still think you need to do some sort of uh, breakdown video. Perhaps the Telestrator could come out for this. I I don't know. You Ooh. look at you look at his eyes. I slow moed it last night. Uh, it's that's possible. Oh, here comes the slow mo on the eyes. <laughs> Jimmy the lumberjack says, "Hogue, not cooked rice, uncooked rice." Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll get your we'll read the chat a on a accurately. He called him Hodge. Yeah, he did yeah. call you Hodge. Well, I mean, what's like fine. Merrill Hodge. I'm sure that's some sort of autocorrect situation. 
Well, you so, got to be better. Got it. Um, Thank you, Les Grobstein. Yes. So, <laughs> uh, you know, how about Justin Fields here? You know, any inclination, anything you're hearing as far as how close he can be? I, I guess my biggest question is, obviously, I don't anticipate him to play, even though Matt Eberflus didn't completely rule him out on Monday. Um, but at the same token, is that because they think he might be ready for Thursday or that this is more than likely going to be something where he comes back after the extended, you know, little mini buy? I think there's a chance for Thursday. I mean, part of that is admittedly me guessing, but um, I do get the sense that he's done a little bit more. Um, I, I mean, this gets into a little bit of a deeper discussion, but if you're Justin Fields, do you really want to come back in the Superdome against a really tough defense? Maybe one of the toughest matchups they've had recently uh, and this season. Or do you want to come up against the Panthers, you know, a few days later? Um, you know, there's a world in which now the questionable thing about that would be they don't really practice in between the Saints and Panthers games. But I mean, Justin's been locked in. You guys saw him on the sideline. Right. I mean, couldn't you, know, you put him on a schedule if he was if they did plan to play him on Thursday that starts today as if it was his game week? Well, and it's almost like a, a a pitcher that knows, hey, I'm not facing the Astros in this three-game series, but we got the Rangers coming up next. That's my next start, and he's already working ahead, you know, to the scouting reports for for that team, right? So there 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 is a world where like maybe Justin's behind the scenes already kind of working on Panther stuff. For all we know, um, I'm not saying he's playing against Carolina. I could see it happening. Um, but if not the Carolina game, I would 100% expect him to come back um, the following week. Who are they playing after the Panthers? Oh, the Lions. The Lions after the, the mini buy. So, um, and that's a that's a pretty big game. Uh, Hogue, are you on? I got two questions here for you in the same Tyson Bajan umbrella. Number one, are you upset that they're the Bajan? Love has just diminished to zero this week. <laughs> and and number two, what are your expectations for Bajan on Sunday? Well, what was your favorite part of the Tyson Bajan era? <laughs> well, as Cody Del Mendo would say, the friends we made along the way. Well, I yeah. mean, not for Carm noted me guy. I'm gonna. I'm sure it's his right. song. Yeah, obviously. Well, oh yeah, the song. I, yeah. I, listen, I, I I'm expecting it's the, the Saints have been fantastic this year in, in stopping. Teams throwing the football. Gardner Minshew had an incredibly tough game against him, as did Mac Jones. I, I think people should be looking at those numbers to answer my own question. And if Bajan uh, can exceed what those guys did, that just gives you an, an elevated idea of where he is on a Bears team that's not exactly overflowing with talent. So anyway, go ahead. Well, look, I don't I don't think that in first of all, this is a tough matchup for him. I don't get the sense the Bears think Bajan played poorly against the Chargers. I don't, I don't think they think he played great either, but, um, you know, Getsy certainly wasn't complaining too much about Bajan today. Um, I do think that he, you know, he had, he made the wrong read, uh, against a tough cover two look, you know, on the interception where he was trying to get to DJ Moore should have hit the flat. We've covered that now. Flew said that Monday, Bajan said that Wednesday and, uh, and, um, you know, Getsy said that today, but, also, one thing we learned today from Getze, good job by him subtly, uh, you know, correcting 
I don't know if correcting is the right word, but he got asked about the end around a Trent Taylor, basically. And uh, it sounds like the wrong run check was made at the line of scrimmage, perhaps. Basically, he said oh. that wasn't, yeah, that wasn't really how that was supposed to go, which, you know, not too surprising, but um, I hope, I mean, good, because shouldn't have been running that play, obviously, <laughs> to that look. Um, so, yeah, we learned a couple things there today. I, I think that's both of those examples I just brought up are just in the, are examples of Bajan's inexperience, right? And um, that was one thing that Justin Fields, in my opinion, was doing pretty damn well earlier this season was the pre-snap reads and making the right checks at the line of scrimmage. And Bajan's just not going to have that experience yet, no matter how many passes he threw in college. This is the NFL. This is a different offense. These are different defenses he's going up against, and they're going to try to confuse him. And I think the Chargers got him a couple times in that game. Um, another tough matchup this week against the Saints, and... There's probably going to be some more of that. But I'll tell you this, and I certainly don't think the Bears are going to win this game. But if they do, I mean, anytime you have your backup come in for the starter, you're really ideally just trying to get by, right? And go 500 for as many games as it is. And if he ends up 2-1 and one in this stretch, right? Like... That's yeah. Uh, you're not really complaining about that. That's uh, that, so. I, I'm just saying, like, I don't think the book should be closed on Bajan. I think we learned that the hype got a little out of hand. Um, but <laughs> what you, what, you're, you're looking responsible at, for it. What you, do you mean? I gave you that look because that's you your fault, dude. Dude, don't I, dude I, me. I, yeah, I am duding you. I am uh, as with all due respect to me. As a me guy, I do not have that much power. If now, yes, the, you do. No, I don't. Now, NBC, you know, when you when you when you go on Sunday Night Football, you were the and one they tell, that probably uh, fed him all that info. Uh, well, I did talk to Collinsworth, <laughs> and, and, and I, actually, I did talk to Tarico. Look at um, this guy flexing so, over so, here. So look, yeah. but. It's a cool story. They were looking for a story. Why were they looking for a story? Because the Bears suck. They were looking for something to talk about. This is the best. This is the shiny right. thing that we can we can carry through this broadcast and get the and and get the Chicago TV market cuz we're going to we're not going to flex this game cuz they're the Bears cuz Bears fans will watch no matter what. And what can we possibly do? Okay, we'll talk about 17 out of West Virginia's dad the arm wrestler. Yeah. I mean, I I'd love to take credit for that, but I don't think that I, Hogue, am I wrong? Should I, should I, can I, can I volunteer myself that it was all me? Cause I'd love to do that, but I don't think that's accurate. I, I, I think you had an influence. I, I would hope, <laughs> I would hope to think that this show does have somewhat of an inf influence. Um, so, okay, you know, fine. take your, it was us. take your victory lap for it was false us. hope. I we're mean, the I we're I the tone setters. God damn yeah. it. Um, you know, obviously Montez Sweat uh, is hopefully going to be a tone setter for this team. I want to ask you this because Pep, our guy on Twitter, was tweeting at us and wanted this question to be asked to the coaches at some point. And I have heard, I got to give my guys Shane and Phil from the Tape Never Lies credit on this. They've been saying it all season that Demarcus Walker is playing out of position. With the addition of Montez Sweat, could that potentially slide Demarcus inside and get him somewhere where he might be more comfortable? I mean, he... I, I, I just think DeMarcus Walker is a... like a versatile guy who's probably not an every-down starter, you know, at either spot. So I... I, I, I just think the hope in general is whether he's lining up outside or kicking inside, 
that having Montez Sweat on the field is going to open up more opportunities for somebody else. Um, and I think we're going to find that out here very quickly. You know, this is just me personally. If I'm Montez Sweat, I'm signing that deal as fast as I can. I agree. Because my, my prediction here, and it's going to be one of those things that isn't fair to him, but what does he have, six and a half sacks right now? That's right. I don't think... I don't think he's going to have six and a half sacks the rest of the season. Um, you know, I think if he finish if he gets to to uh, ten on the year, double digit sacks, that would be a win. It's just he's not on the same defensive line that he had with those defensive tackles in Washington. Um, but now that being said, that doesn't mean that when it's all said and done, that he's not playing well for the Bears. I mean, the hope, I think, is that he opens up more opportunities. Maybe Yannick Ngakwe's sack numbers increase. I mean, that's, I think, the hope. Maybe Demarcus Walker gets home a little bit more. I still, though, just worry that this team does not have an a impactful enough three technique that consistently gets penetration to make this whole thing work. Um, that's my big fear. And and I think that's what they're lacking and signing Montez sweat, uh, trading for Montez sweat, then signing him to an extension like that doesn't change that missing piece. That's still there. And unless Jervon Dexter, like really takes a huge, and he's been playing better. Like, it's not that I don't like Jervon, but he's got a ways to go before he's really making the type of impact, opening up these opportunities for, all these other players because he's not a player right now that they need to worry about double teaming. And until that happens, those guys on the outside are going to get more of the attention. It's certainly a better defensive line on paper, but it already was a better defensive line on paper when the season started. So how do they get this thing going? I don't think Montez sweat hurts anything, but if I were him, I would sign that contract extension and, because I just I just don't think the numbers are going to be the same as they were in Washington. So you're saying if even if they kicked to Marcus Walker inside to play three technique as as kids Stroh in our chats asking, like even if they have the ability to do that, is he going to make a big enough impact for it to make a difference? Well, let me ask you this: if we if you put Demarcus Walker there at the three technique, are you doubling him? No. So. Yes, I think DeMarcus Walker can be solid inside, but they don't have that guy that really, you know, as an offensive line, you're worried about on every single play or where you have to give extra attention. That guy does, does, doesn't exist right now. If anything, it's Andrew Billings, right? <laughs> At the one technique. I agree. Um, so, it, 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 and that's not how it's supposed to be. They got to find that guy. Um, to me, that's right up there with center on the top of my list as they try to build these offensive and defensive lines. You know, use the number one overall pick on a center. Use the number one, two overall pick on a three technique. Forget quarterbacks. Quarterback position doesn't matter. It's overrated. Yeah, exactly. They don't need one. Uh, they got 17 <laughs> and, and one. Let's go. QB competition 2024. See who he started with? Live 17. into it. It's just, yeah, that's right. Uh, I, hey, Hogue, we're, we're going to let you go now. You're my You're my hero. Uh, feel free to use that dry rice like Big Cram and advised, and otherwise I'll just be and I'll be praying regardless. So, um, I mean, if I if I had th- if I had thought of this better, I would have put like a raincoat on before I did this hit. Yeah, it's okay. We we, we I, I I removed the cup from from studio. When you come yesterday. in studio next time. Bring a raincoat and an umbrella. We'll, that definitely will play. We'll see you Sunday at eleven o'clock sharp, maybe ten forty-five.
Bears Creek. Saints. Victory. Love you, Braggs. Carm. Let's go. I got your back, Hogue. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. See ya. There goes Adam Hogue. High and dry. Who used Adam to love Hogue. Me. Okay. Uh, hey. Oh, I got a, we got a ton to get to here, but I do want to tell you about Soul Savvy. If you haven't done this yet, right now, do it. The Drops by Soul Savvy app, it makes it easy to keep up with the latest news in the sneaker world. Everybody wants to wear a, a sweet sneaker except for Braggs, who's wearing something that Barr bought him when he was 12 and just looks ridiculous. What are you but, talking about? My CHGO? Oh, you mean my shoes. Your, my shoe, bad. your shoes stink. I'm paying attention. You've got bad shoes. Shoes. Uh, look, this is... The sneaker game goes to the next level with Soul Savvy. You're going to love this app. It gives you the drop alerts, instant notifications. There's some free raffles for you. There's the release calendar. Whether you're a casual buyer or a sneakerhead, Soul Savvy has something for you. There's three different levels. There's the basic version, which is free. That's probably for you. There's those of us who are cool as the Mobile <laughs> Plus, or there's the premium for a guy like Nicholas Moriano. You're going to need to get a lot of free stuff after you buy Hogan a new computer. That's, uh, that actually is an accurate statement right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we got a drop alert for you. It's actually coming up on Saturday, November the 4th, which is this Saturday. It's the Air Jordan 1 Reimagined Royal, which I'm going to have to get involved in that myself here. Uh, but hey, for you sneakerheads out here, this is what you do. Sign up for Soul Savvy by clicking the links in the description below or by visiting links.soulsavvy.com slash chgo. Or head over to the App Store and download the Drops by Soul Savvy app. The second you do it, your sneaker shoe life is going to be that much better. Check it out. That's right. And while you're doing that, I want to tell you guys all about FOCO. Love our guys over at FOCO. And using the code CHGO on all non-presale items, get fitted out in the best sports gear around. Hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. Uh, baseball season just ended, but you can stock up for next year. Aloha shirts, straw hats, polos, bags, everything you need for a game. You got a bunch of really cool gear on there. The set decorations, like you see here behind me, the best uh, second baseman here in the city of Chicago, Nico Horner. Uh, Foco hooked us up with that bobblehead and all the different ones you see here on the set. What You got a problem with Nico Horner? You Nico. better not have a problem with Nico Horner. Uh, and we definitely don't have a problem with FOCO because they donated all these awesome pieces to our set. So go show them some love. Check out FOCO.com or click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. Well, White Sox are having a press conference today with Chris Getz and Paul Yanish, the organization's director of player development. So I'm sure CHGO White Sox is going to have that covered. All over it. All the, all the hell over White Sox news on... November the 2nd, which I believe that was the day when the Cubs won the World Series, if, I, if memory serves. That is correct. Seven today is the anniversary of when the Chicago Cubs won Game 7 of the World Series. Well, we're gonna, we, can, we can talk about that for a second, but before I forget, I just want to uh, RIP to the Indiana Hoosier basketball nation. Uh, Bobby Knight passing away, 83 years old. Uh, I, I know there's a zillion opinions on Knight, and a lot of people were not Knight guys. I necessarily wasn't. I wouldn't have wanted to play for Bobby Knight. I don't think I could have handled it. However, uh, three championships, and I love Bobby because Bobby loved Jordan. And Bobby right. Bobby said that Jordan was the best player to ever play basketball before he played one game in the NBA. Before he even started his career, Knight coached him, of course, at the Olympics. Most people know this, but if you don't, Knight coached him. 
they were playing NBA teams that summer, all-star teams, and the Olympic team, led by MJ, was beating Isaiah and Bird and Magic. Oscar Robertson, you did, there wasn't a foul limit. Do you know the story, Law? There wasn't a foul limit in the games. Oscar Robertson had his NBA guys, like, clobbering the Olympics to try to win a game because they had, they had beaten them, like, five times in a row to the point that, like, and the Olympic team still won because they had Mike, and that team was ridiculous. Um Ewing, Ewing, go, Chris Mullen, go, Charles Barkley got cut, wasn't even on the team. Uh, that team, Sam Perkins. Hakeem. No. No? No. Oh, wait, no. Olympics. Yeah, just, yeah, just, my just, bad. Just, just, just stay in your I'm lane. just thinking about the players that came out that <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I got it. I got it. He was, he was, it's a good, it's a good, it was a good guess. Uh, anyway. Sam called, Perkins. Okay. Okay. Vern, <laughs> Vern Fleming was on the team. Just, 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 just leave it alone. It's okay. Anyway. Uh, the general, and I'll, I'll give Sam you. Sam Bowie. I'll, I'll, oh, stop talking. I'll give you one. Uh, Law, you might like the story. I, I'm a young carm as a reporter, and I go to Indiana's playing Northwestern. I've got a press pass. Now, this is like a big deal for me. I grew up a Northwestern fan. Here I am. I'm, I'm, I've got my press pass. I'm excited. So Knight comes into the press room, and he had ripped the media like a week ago. So people are legit always scared of him but like super scared of him this day he starts out he does two minutes on the game stops talking looks out no questions starts talking again another two minutes looks out now this is like you gotta ask a question right here and it's not just like college kids there's regular media that used to cover college basketball that doesn't cover college basketball anymore uh, is bernie lincecum there maybe B- a, fred a, mitchell a, a fred mitchell could have been there maybe even a teddy greenstein oh yeah. a young teddy G. yeah a young teddy probably not but maybe you know there i'm sure there was like a herb gould was in the room somebody of that ilk yeah. they're all in there no yeah, question wait, by the way you just threw teddy g under the butt you just like lumped him in with guys that i'm thinking are like either 80 years old or no longer with us. Well, Teddy, like, Teddy's always Teddy's a young man. Come on, yeah, but he's older than me, and I was there, so and I, you're old as dirt. So yeah, okay. sorry, Teddy. Okay. Anyway, I love Teddy. Just saw Teddy at good old Myers Tavern a couple days ago. Anyway, start starts up for a third time, does another minute, stops, no one asks a question, and he walks out. I've never seen that in the history of any press conference in my life. That the media was too afraid to ask this guy a question. Now he so he wasn't liked. By a lot, but he was certainly respected by pretty much all for his incredible uh, ability to win basketball games and run the motion offense and put Indiana University as the premier basketball blue blood. They, Indiana would not be a blue blood without Bobby Knight, period, right. end of story. Yeah, he, he knew how to, he knew talent when he saw it. There's also a really great clip of him when he worked for ESPN after his coaching career, breaking down Steph Curry coming into the draft and talking about yeah, he might be the best shooter to come out this year, but he's the best, one of the best college passers he had ever seen. And he broke down like a two-minute clip. If you um, look at my guys on Assembly Call on Twitter, they put out a great video of that where he calls out just how great of a passer Steph Curry was. So he saw things before a lot of people could see them, no doubt about it. All right, and Chet, uh, this is a totally unfair karma question, but Bobby Knight, one, Matt Eberflus, two. Who do you want coaching the Bears? Knight in his prime and that mentality – as a leader, and or two, Matt Eberflus. One night, two flus. <laughs> Shout out to our friends at Olipop, the new kind of soda. Talk about uh, your gut health. You want it. You need it. It is delicious when your gut has all the good things going on. Olipop is going to help your gut health. Two out of three Americans have digestive issues. 
If you drink Olipop, you're going to get nine grams of prebiotics in every single can. So you're taking care of your health self and you're drinking delicious soda. Um, I love my Olipop. They got all the flavors, root beer, orange squeezed, classic grape. That's Bragg's favorite, mine favorite too. Strawberry vanilla, cream soda, cherry cola. They also got a Dr. Pepper dupe called the Dr. Goodwin. Um, yeah, all the, all the incredible stuff, all their products, non-GMO, vegan, paleo, keto friendly, all that stuff with less than eight grams of net carbs per can. You're going to love it. They're confident that they're going to give you a 100% money back guarantee. So if you buy it and you don't like it, they'll give you your money back. So here's what you do. Use the code CHGO. You get 20% off your next Olipop order at drink. Olipop.com. Drink Olipop.com. Just do it. CHGO 20, 20% off. Get the grape. It's delicious. Um, for those of you who got kids, they'll love it too. Olipop can be found in over 22,000 stores across the country, including Jewel, Walmart, Target, and Whole Foods. That's right. And um, just want to remind everybody to become a diehard. Um, not, you know, if you haven't, that's okay. If you haven't yet, it's not okay. Today, well, no, it is okay it's because okay. today is as good a day as ever to become one. Um, we got a sweet event here coming up on Saturday. I believe tickets are sold out for it, but for the Blackhawks event, um, if you're a diehard, you get a discount on those kind of events. There's another Blackhawks, uh, event coming up later in the season for Chelios's retirement. Yeah, that, that one's way sold uh, out. Sorry. That one's way sold out. We, we have a Bulls out. takeover coming Bulls up. Bulls takeovers, November. uh, tailgate still coming up on, uh, Thursday, November 9th. Uh, it's our final tailgate of this season. Uh, they've been really, really fun at the corner of Wabash and Cermak with our guys at the Chicago Bears tailgating club. When you become a diehard, you get a discount on those kind of events. Anybody can come to these events, but to be become a diehard you get a discount on the event free shirt like this one right out the gate you can get any shirt for free on our chgo locker right out the gate um and then discounts on any of those future shirts and then exclusive access to content that not everybody else can see like adam hoag's newsletter that he puts out weekly mark Carm carmen's um you know grades that he does after every game you have access to a discord lounge where you know fans are talking in each team's you know section bears bulls cubs blackhawks the whole bit uh you'll see guys like gary ross and, Matt, and matthew gregory chopping it up all day long uh putting all the latest news in there and you can kind of get away from the madness that is uh bears twitter and have a little more of a nuanced conversation we do happy hours we need to do a happy hour carm and get with the people when we do happy hours they're exclusive to only diehards and um we hang out with people in a zoom and, and bullshit for a couple hours and um i'm drunk half the time it's a lot of fun yeah uh if you could just talk to upper management and get one scheduled for next we gotta week. get one going man tuesday let's do tuesday can you get that done I'm serious. All right. Let me check it out. Let check me check it, my check schedule. Will you check your schedule? But uh, I, 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 we schedule. love doing our happy hours, so we definitely got to get on right. one. And I also think next Thursday at the tailgate, we should bring this football or a football, and I think there should be a three-on-three -three game, something like that going on. Why not? I know you're fired up for it, Law. Um, okay. Yeah. I um, I want to get Become to a diehard. Go to allchgo.com. We, we, we got it. That's where it's at. We got it. Well, I forgot to mention to go to allchgo.com. Allchgo.com. Okay. We're going <laughs> to get to the super chats in one second. But first, I just want to give a shout out to me. Uh, I, was, I was defeated the entire okay. tennis season, and I lost in the opening round. But in the back draw yesterday, Law, I know you're fired up about it. He is not fired up about it. I took down Greg Van Duzers. Greg Van Duzers. I, I got the Van Duzy. In a, in a doozer, um, and I'm no longer defeated. 
So take that, Braggs. It's the only Greg you're going to beat. Go me. All right, Super Chats for the closeout here. What do we got? Gary Ross, my guy, four ninety nine. He's been mad at you. One of our best oh. diehards. Uh, he is. He is. He's, he's he is. The, he is the mayor of Die Hard Island. That is a true story. He texted me earlier. I love Gary, even though he, he, he comes at me. He texted me earlier at twelve twenty two. Please slap Carm today. He is off the rocker. Okay, that that's <laughs> that's nice. Um, all right. Well, to his super chat, Pulse talked about Flus the man yesterday and never mentioned his ability as a good coach or not. Pulse can still evaluate him and fire him. Yes, of course he can. Gary, let's make a bet. Me and you, buddy. I'll bet you that Matt Eberflus is the Bears coach next year if the Bears win three more games the rest of the year. If they win three and get to five, the bet is on. What do you, what do you, what do you, I mean, that's, Eight and twenty-six. Yeah, I understand. Good That's Lord. so. I'm giving a low bar here. I'm I'm saying they need to go three and six the rest of the way against a pretty damn easy schedule. Three more wins. I think he's here. Now, if he goes under that, I'll, I'm not going to make a bet. But if they get to five, I'm saying Flus is coming back. You agree or disagree? By the way, I hope that doesn't happen. So I disagree. But I have no idea what's going to happen. Well, right. Everybody see that yeah, people make. I don't. Okay. Well, I, 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 you're like putting um. Five or less? No, he's getting fired. I mean, I'd fire him at six. Okay, that's, I understand that's what you would do, but I'm talking about what they're going to do. I'd get rid of him too. Yeah. Because I think they, I think a, a good reset is, but but he likes the way he's leading. I don't think that Paul, I don't think that Ryan Pauls is lying to anybody on how, what he's talking about. I don't think he's trying to do anything other than give his I honest think, opinion on the head coach. Yeah. I think he likes him. And, and, and by the way, I don't dislike the flus. I just don't love the direction that they're at right now. And so I would consider, you know, all things on the table. I Clint. did ask the chat earlier if Matt Eber, will Matt Eberflus be the Bears head coach in 2024? And well, currently the, it's at 71% no. Right. I think that's a lot based on what the chat wants versus reality. But okay. Um, 499 from Big Cram. Bears are really going to run it back with flus and new coordinators right. and Kirk Cousins at quarterback. We're effed. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely where, like, if in in Cram's scenario, the real Cram here, they fire Getze as the scapegoat and keep flus. I, I don't think they're firing Luke Getze either, for the record. And, and also, Kirk Cousins is going to re-sign with the Vikings. You can mark that down. Uh, but... Hey, anything's possible. Appreciate the chat. We kind of brought this up, but uh, this is from D. Larso, 499. Thoughts on Paul's hard committing to Eber lose and dodging the JF slash QB question. Shake my head. Yeah, no, we 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 have discussed it at length. Um, I thought he was honest on Matt Eberflus, and I thought he was honest on the quarterback situation. He's most definitely has not made that decision yet. They get that number one pick. I, th- I think everybody would agree 100%. They get the number one pick, they're drafting a quarterback. I think that's obvious. Um, but... As I hypothesized a while back, I don't think that's going to happen as far as getting the number one pick. All right, Cornelius Pryor, my guy. We haven't seen you in a minute, Cornelius. Good to see you today. Uh, The regime, this regime, hasn't won a game against the NFC North. So much for taking the North and not giving it back. Yeah, well, that was a typo, Cornelius. It was tanking the North. Not taking. There was just a typo. They 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 mispronounced it. That's tanking the North. That's not true. That they haven't. Is that true? The last yeah. victory against the North was. No, they haven't beat. He's won five games. They're like zero and eight or zero and nine oh, against the, NFC North I'm, teams. I'm, I'm, I'm missing doing they the math. They haven't won back to back games. And I did in the how Matt many? Eberflus era. 
Cornelius. Let's run it back. Whatever that that is. That thank you for depressing us to end the show and good underlining of what's going on here. SPR five dollars super chat. I'm just gonna say Sterling Pound because that's Canadian. C A Canada. Sterling Pound five dollar from SPR. <laughs> what level of concern do you have with Brisker's health long term? Guy can't stay healthy and play such a violent style. Can't see that changing either. We have talked about that uh, yesterday with Herb. Um, Mine's a ten out of ten. Yeah, it's a huge concern. So I I, I hate it because I, I do think he'd be a good player if he can stay healthy, but um, your availability is your best ability at times, and so far he hasn't been able to stay available. Nagy, I love you. You're hysterical. Last one was in the Nagy era. Congratulations. Um, never change. All right, Bragsy. What? We made it, buddy. That's it. It's done. I wanted to say goodbye to you. I'll see you on Sunday. Actually, I'll see you Saturday at the Hawks Saturday event. Saturday. You're coming out to the Hawks event. event. I will be there. Um, Braggs will be there. CHGO Blackhawks going to have a cool event. Lawrence, if you're coming? at the game in general, you can know. come find us. What do you mean I, you don't know? Well, I, I, you honestly, I, I, well, no, I wanted to get a ticket, and then Spencer sent me the link, yada, yada. I went there, and it said sold out, so I got to talk to them. Okay, Whatever. well, if you don't I, have I one, to go. we can talk off the air, because if you don't oh, have we don't want to just continue this conversation on the air for people. They love hearing this stuff. People love hearing our conversations. Gary is currently I, like, talk I, football. I've got two tickets for you if you want them. Why did, why did you just go. throw a stray? Why did Gary just catch a stray? Because if we talk about anything other than the Bears, Gary yells at us in the chat. So that's why I did that. Okay, let's G- say goodbye. Gary's not the only the one. The only ha- person I want to throw under the bus in the chat isn't Gary. It's always T3P. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, go watch the Cub show. Yeah, <laughs> go watch the Cub show, T3P. We love you, T3P. Have a great night. Thanks for watching, everybody. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.